This is Rob Bass, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. We're here to ask you to head over to Patreon and show us some support. If you've ever dreamed of unlocking the Rob Bass Nude Photo Archive, or if you've been wanting to sponsor the official GeekCast Live Pony, go to Patreon and pledge accordingly. That's patreon.com slash geekcastlive. Cartoon Joe here. If you enjoy what we do and you'd like us to do more of it, please be sure to like and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. And be sure to leave us a five-star review. Apparently that stuff matters, and we've been not paying attention to it for the past four years. So give us five stars today. Thanks. If you want to get in contact with us outside of the show, be sure to check us out at GeekCast Live on the Facebook machine or check us out on Twitter at GeekCast Live. Nico here, looking for more great content. Just a reminder to check out our good buddies over at waywardraven.com for cool gear, novelties, fun stuff. Check them out. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard for 15% off your order. Check them out at waywardraven.com. If you Player want one some coffee. really good coffee. Whoa. Roasted coffee. by gamers for gamers. Oh, Get yourself some Player One coffee at playeronecoffee.com. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. Geekcast Live. And get yourself a certain amount of money off on First Person Smoother. Check them out at at playeronecoffee.com. It's God's gift to gamers. Previously on GeekCast Live. Like man on a buffalo. (laughs) Oh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't smoke. Man on a buffalo, he says. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. You know what I'm talking about. You just don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) No, but I got what you're talking about. So that's good. It's a trap! Nap time. Welcome to episode <laughs> 212 mm. of the GeekCast Live podcast. I am your host, GCR, and with me as always, Rob Bass. It's Nico. And Cartoon Joe. I just wanted to say, hey, thanks, Rye, for joining us this week. Hey, yeah. no problem, guys. I'm happy, to, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. I've got, uh, I've got more than two hours sleep under my belt. And uh, <laughs> ready and rearing to go. You've cleared at yep. least six forests. Forests. Yep. Forests. I don't have forests. Uh, ready to, ready yeah. to work. Ready to work, <laughs> as they say in old Warcraft. Oh, oh I ate by a horse once. <laughs> Did they say that in old Warcraft? What? Actually, it was like I got hit in the head by a horse once. But yeah, I, think I don't by a horse once. I don't remember. Fuck it. I give up. Uh, <laughs> guys, I'm going to bed. <laughs> hey, hey Nick, who is this who is this guy uh playing for the Lotar. jazz? Who is this guy playing for the jazz? That's a, is- that's a D&D character. <laughs> One more time look, for the jazz. Who's the guy playing for the jazz who could be he's like uh an AAU coach? Joe White guy? Yeah. Uh his name is Joe. It's Joe Thunderdome or something, but Well, he just <laughs> <laughs> he just shows the corner. He just sits in the corner and strokes threes. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> he's tough. <laughs> anyway, 
We just got back from Ice and Fire Con in Deer Creek, Ohio. I thought you were going to say, and dear God. In, in <laughs> that wild, too. In wild Ohio. Oh. Uh, Stay tuned for on either A&E, PBS, or local access cable. Um, wild, wild Ohio coming to you sometime in the next four to six years. <laughs> the story of a man named Linden. <laughs> who's, uh, who's, he's the local mortician in the town of Wild was it Ohio. was it Lyndon Lyndon Murray was that him it was Lyndon yeah. Murray uh-huh yep first episode is involves when the uh when the milk bus got hit by the train yep <laughs> it, it, it shut down the old railroad crossing on state road six for a good nine hours mm-hmm. so well, how do you how do you get down and just a year ago this happened they still have yeah. milk trucks yeah. So, how do no. you, if if the milk truck gets hit by the train, how do you get to the to, to the Legion Hall in time for bingo? Guys, first of all, it's a milk bus. It's ah. a milk bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Important distinction. It's a, it's a fucking milk bus. What did we decide the theme song was to Wild Ohio? I don't know. <laughs> Is that was that we decided? Yes, yes, we were pretty hammered, but I think yes, I remember it was. that. Um, uh, and I want it painted black. <laughs> there it is. That. <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I can't remember. No, it was it was painted black, wasn't it? Is that the name of the song? Yeah, that that riff that Nick was doing with his mouth hole. Wild, wild Ohio. And you know who I think plays Lyndon Murray? Mm. I who? think I think we bring back the main character, the guy in, uh, in Northern Exposure. That one went him. right over my head. We bring him Tucker, back. or whatever his name was? Uh, the main character, uh, the doctor. Sure. Joel Fleischman? Joel Fleischman. Rob, or, Rob Morrow? Bring, I don't know what... Which one's the I, real name? I, uh, Rob Morrow's his real name. Okay. We make we make him Lyndon Murray Mortician. Are you sure he's not too good looking for Wild Ohio? Yeah. Well, if yeah, but you could if he's if he's good looking, you could make it kind of a Doc Hollywood like story. You know. That's true. Or we're we making, thanks to the power of CGI. We can just, we're making we Deuce Bigelow our Wild Ohio. <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? Yep. That's fucked up. Oh, either that or uh, John Corbett, the DJ from Northern Exposure. I, got, I watched some Northern Exposure. Yeah, so. too much. Too much. You went too far. I was watching Northern Exposure. <laughs> See, I, 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 think, I think John Corbett would work because he's got that discount McConaughey look. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Discount McConaughey look. I'm a show title. Throwing that out there. Wow. Yeah, so Ice oh. and Firecon is coming. It's coming back to the same location next year. Um, however, they have extended the dates. Um, Thursday is now an official day of the con. Okay. Nice. Uh, they have said that programming still won't start until Thursday night, but they're just trying to encourage people to be there by Thursday night. Right. Gotcha. Um, so, th- so there probably will be a Wednesday party, but it won't be the same Wednesday party as the Thursday party. Well, that's what what, what well, that people have said. On, what people said on the internet is like, well, I guess Wednesday's the new Thursday, right? <laughs> so there's still going to be the 
the the pre-party the pre-party for people who show up on Wednesday now instead of Thursday then there will be uh the con actually starts Thursday morning but nothing really happens until Thursday at night and then there's going to be Friday Saturday and they're they're going to start sending out surveys if you got you guys probably got a survey in your email now yep. that you can fill out but then they're also they're asking for like more things like what can we be doing what else does there need to be? And I'm, I'm, I, I want to talk to you about some more panels. I'd like to be on a panel next year, personally. I think uh, panel would be fun. What's panels would be, but, these days? but not as fun as the uh, White Walker game that Lindsay and I are submitting. I think they try and get, I, they try the white, and get, oh, just, just, just saying, yeah. What's the, what's the White Walker game? I don't want to say too much, but it, it goes along with Faceless Man. <laughs> oh, did all, you all, all the white people just walk the trails? Ah, oh. at the state park. Did did Lindsay drunk text you? <laughs> nope. That hooch. <laughs> too close. Too uh, close to the. I don't know if you all. Yeah. Saw it, well, hopefully nobody's listening to this podcast. The the faceless <laughs> man contest. It seem it looks like it might be evolving. Um, going uh, going digital. So now, I like, when, I like when, you, when you when you kill somebody, you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to have them like tell you who their who their person is. It'll just digitally tell you who your next target is. Ooh, nice! Like with a QR code. Now the next question is: Are, are you two guys actually going to participate yes. next year? I will. I'd, uh, next year. So you say I'd uh, participate this year if it didn't fill up. Well, you would have been easy marks because you just all they had to do is bribe somebody to let them in your room. <laughs> right? <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Jesus. Would have been would have been tough to get the next person to kill. I uh <laughs> I will also be in the melee next year. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I thought I was this year, but you know, the conspiracy theories abound. So I really I tell you what though, I I really enjoyed myself. Um way too many cool people. Also, uh I'm just uh, gonna go ahead and I th- I think maybe make it official. I might I might go ahead and uh let the small council know. That the Geek Cast Live Charcuterie Hour. Oh, that's a, thing. a regular thing. Yeah. That's, a thing, that's no. just gonna. For that's sure. just gonna be a part of the con now. <laughs> I've already. Had, I've already had Lindsay order eggs and pickled beets in bulk for next year. So <laughs> I'm gonna. I would like to get with one of you guys and maybe do some sort of a, uh, uh, maybe antiquing, uh, maybe go up to Volo, the antique uh, uh, house up there. By you, Nick? That's not his yeah. name. It's also, uh, oh, yeah. And I, I would Volo. like to find... An- Antique, houses, Antique House by Eunuch is a fucking sweet-ass clothing line <laughs> that I think well, needs I to come into, into... Volo, also a famous uh, monster biologist in D&D. Thought I should let you know. Great. I, I want to... I, 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 I don't want to gloss over that, but I want to I wanna unpack... Nick, are you telling me that we just came up with a clothing line called antique house by eunuch by eunuch mm-hmm. yeah okay cool i love it cool Just we'll start working on that too that's yeah. another side project but what First. i want to go antiquing for is i want to find the official geek cast live gigantic charcuterie platter yes why don't we just make that motherfucker okay well we could do that too i mean i've got some fucking local connections where i can we got, do we want wood do we want metal I think you want, I think you want old wood. shields from like medieval times or some shit. So oh, want, I like wood. where you're going. I like where you're going. Do you want it to look like a shield? 
No, I, well, I mean, also yes. If we can't, get no, no, no. Hold on, shield, hold on, hold on. But I'm, I'm saying like actual shield. Hold on, Geekcast Live Brain Trust Voltron session here. Um, what if it's uh, a multiple house shield? Ooh, Ooh. I could get like a, that. like a four corner or even eight square shield with different houses house emblems oh yeah do you do a do you do a uh almost like a color wheel thing where you have like major and then minor houses on the inside wheel um i mean you could but i'm I'm almost thinking if you made them big enough i'm just totally spitballing here like big enough squares and say we're playing true to theme you know uh the sardines and oysters go on the tully portion uh, of the shield board uh, i love just, it just, i love it it's just where my mind is at it's so i love it i'm about that life so Hot you make, a, on the you make a real real bootleg australian piece it's just like a drunk chris <laughs> hemsworth and uh that's where the tem tams and the fucking ratty matatties and all that other stuff go <laughs> the, ratty matatties. the vegemite oh yeah. that's and that's that's Vegemite square. It's I rough. Really I, liked it. I had low expectations, so I didn't mind it. Yeah, I thought it was I wasn't like, going in with the expect, like thinking that it was going to be like Nutella or peanut butter I, or anything like that. It, it, it makes me crave, crave like colonialism, like salty. So it, it makes me crave malort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you if if. Uh, I actually thought that gas station coffee on the way out of town was much worse than the Vegemite. Oh my God, Nick. So we're, uh, we, we get, first of all, we drive, we drive all the way past. Um, there's a part, there's a part of the drive in off of 70 where you could play high school or penitentiary, which is a great, yes, I know. I know that stretch of road. Okay. So we played that. Well, we stop at this gas station before we get on the highway and Joe says, Ryan, you want some coffee? And I'm like, you know what? That sounds fucking wonderful so he buys me a cup of coffee and and it's and it's the first cup of coffee i've had this weekend that's like the right price for coffee right well because the, the coffee at the hotel was three dollars and like, 22 cents for yeah, like it was like, like 70 dollars small yeah for like a, yeah for um nibbling ridiculous that's so that's not four ounces of coffee for so he gets he, he gets like 24 ounces of coffee for like 48 cents at this yeah. fucking gas station and I'm kind of letting mine just kind of, I'm, I'm getting on the highway before I take a sip type deal. And Joe white guy just put another three in the bucket. Did he? But he's, yeah, he? Yeah. Well, he's got to, he's got to hurry up and end this game so he can go coach eighth grade gym. Yeah. No shit. Well, he, uh, I see Joe take a sip and I see him. He actually like kind of, he looks at the cup, like a, you know, I've been betrayed. Somebody just sucked my coffee. You know? Like when I wasn't looking, did you piss in this? And and so I take a sip and I look at Joe and he goes, "Is that the worst fucking thing you've ever drank?" And I was like, "Yes, it's terrible. It tasted like like boot sweat." Mm. With cigarettes, Ashton, or regular? Yes, yes, yeah. Sounds vaguely like McDonald's coffee. Yeah, so I, I tell you, you I am cigarette ash or oregano. Like soul. What was that, Rob? So, did you say cigarettes ash or oregano? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Tyler, your biography. You love me a spot of oregano in my coffee. Yeah, either way, I, I would have ruined a good cup of and coffee. Bay leaf. <laughs> the bay best leaf. cup of coffee I had all weekend was it, it. Was it 
Joe and Maggie or whatever, whatever diner. It was at, it was, uh, at uh, Stroop's Glory Hole. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, yeah. That was a fantastic cup of coffee. Ben enjoys Angel Room and Bakery. That's the one. <laughs> Where Dolby ordered Uncle a. Stroop's Glory Hole. An over easy steak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My guy. And, and got it boiled it over hard. I wondered right? why it didn't come out in well, time. Yeah. The problem is it came out poached. <laughs> <laughs> and then they wonder why they why Ohioans hate foreigners. Now I I do think that the uh the the way to do the con next year is because uh, we were talking. I have no interest in being there Wednesday night, but I'm cool with getting there like on a Thursday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Not not so early a ride out in the morning. Uh, get myself a, a good lunch right before I show up. And then uh, you definitely do the the breakfast in the morning off campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I I really uh, steak and eggs was the steak and eggs was actually pretty good. The fried mush was good. Mm. The breakfast was was I think better than you'd get. Well, I didn't have the breakfast at the at the hotel, but I heard it. Was, it was uh, it, it was, was not yeah. memorable. Nothing would be better than. The coffee that we had, Ryan, was better than the breakfast at the hotel. <laughs> okay, that makes That's sense. That's fair. Actually, Joe, I'll tell you this though. The um uh the, the Francis, were good. Yeah, Francis, my omelet bar guy. Mm-hmm. That, that was solid. The yeah, omelet was, was oh yeah, I'm sure Ajax makes a great waffle. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't you make Francis. the waffles? Uh, anyway. I'm definitely and I'm if, definitely cosplaying next year. If we do the uh, charcuterie board of doom, which I'm all about. They went to really get on that. I will also bring uh, my giant espresso maker because um, oh, absolutely that three dollar coffee nonsense. I, we're going to set up a coffee bar in somebody's room. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm bringing my French press and yeah, some filtered oh. water. I tell you, some we're going to be yeah, dick. I say Geekcast Live sets up a a like a an on the patio uh, espresso bar. Um and and a Danish hour in the morning. Oh, I love that. Danish oh, I'll, get my dad's, I'll get my dad's camp stove. <laughs> oh, you're, you're gonna make the Danishes like fresh? No, I you're doing make some eggs or something. I don't know. You're 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 doing the Paul Snedden uh, steel cut oats uh, where you poach the eggs in the oats. Ooh, nope, I wasn't gonna do that, but now I am. <laughs> Uh yeah the the invite only breakfast, I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Love it. Oh, you lazy basketball playing fiend! You. <laughs> which which one? Uh. Yeah, well, score in that game. I decided not to watch so I could focus on this podcast. Uh, one hundred three ninety six. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so I, I also want to talk to you guys about cosplay because I felt uh, I know I let myself down. Um, I thought you all did wonderful. I think we yeah, did okay, I, I, but first, I, I think I let first time I, there. I think everybody did good. That's what I'm saying. But and, and first time cosplaying for all of us. So all I know is I, I typed in uh, Game of Thrones cosplay and I found some site that sells wholesale, and you can buy a full on Jon Snow at the Wall. Complete with like everything you would need to pull the look off for under a hundred dollars. We should probably well, just always Brothers of the Night's Watch at, at least like one of the days. I was, I mean, I, I would think Wildlings before or Wildlings. Watch, I, but, I mean, 
wholly support that as well. Just a bunch of thens. <laughs> oh, fuck. That'd be tremendous. <laughs> Just go as a bunch of, a bunch of thens. But no, I would I would I fucking I, hate I, for that. I would really like to think about uh uh what as a group we could we could pull off as a as a group. Cuz I think that's that's where a lot of the magic sets in for me is if we all are themed in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh an elderly Bill Weasley is what I could do. <laughs> I thought it would just stick with the theme of the con itself. Or, or no, oh. we're talking about cons. Yeah, in I didn't. I didn't know you wanted me to bring my Deadpool mask. Hey, or we could, <laughs> or, hey, or we could all show up as Harry Potter characters and be like, "Oh, was that this week?" Ah, oh, oh, fuck, oh, fuck me. Oh, shit. Ah, shit. Oh, I thought this was Battle of Hogwarts weekend. My bad, guys. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, though. It really would. Like, they if we would all went to love that. I'm if we all lie. went as a different adventure, <laughs> <laughs> and then we were like, "Oh shit, this isn't." Like, why are you dressed as Ant Man? Like, yeah, yeah. I call Black Panther. <laughs> of course, it's it's perfect. Uh-huh. So I'm going as the Wasp. Naturally, <laughs> excellent. Uh, I'm going wasp. as the strongest Avenger. Go on, Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner, <laughs> my guy. Jesus, are we ready to go there? Is we done conning? Are we segueing? Well, I, I want to go with that culturally appropriate Thor, by the way. Ginger beard and all. <laughs> Gingies don't get to be demigods. Culturally appropriate Thor. That makes me laugh, Rob. Speaking of the con, before we move on, whatever piece of equipment, Joe, you used to record last week, the, the audio was tremendous on that. That came the, in the, like, the Roland. really clear. Yeah, Roland R05. Oh, it was yeah. nice. Uh, I was really surprised with that playback, being that we were at like a literally outdoor roundtable. Sounded nice. Yeah, no, these things are truly fantastic. It helps that there was no uh, ambient noise. There really wasn't. We were on like a a quiet lake with no wind. Rolling, give us free stuff. (laughs) Joe Uh, Walker just hit another three. He's he's nails. Uh, Rai, did you have anything? Because, you know... The rest of us were sort of doing our job last week and had talked about our favorite things from the con and looking forward to it. Do you have any, uh, now that we're a few days out, um, any my, high points you want to touch on? Anything con-specific? Ice and fire my, my, my favorite thing at the con was the joust and the melee. I loved the setup, where it was held, overlooking the lake. I love... Um, it's my my biggest letdown to myself is that I didn't participate in those things. I'm um, with you. I could definitely see how you know I loved uh, um, how it all started too. I don't know a uh, uh, a big Dom was dressed as Robert Baratheon. Bless him, he, he yeah. Kicked, he kicked the whole thing off by saying, you know, start this thing before I piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he, and he, he walked out and he's like, I, I can't believe I get to say this in context. And then he did it. And it was like, you know what? That's fucking perfect. And I had just, <laughs> I had just the right buzz on. And uh, I remember Joe and I, I, I believe it was Joe and I, because Rob, I don't think I don't think it was you. We ran back to the room and we got some beers and then we jumped off the balcony. And yep, yep that was us. Yep. Went out there and it was just, and, and you and Lindsay into the game. You were playing Faceless Man. You're, we were right in the thick of it. And uh, it was just cool to... You know, heckling Dolby and laughing and that my high speaking- horse, which was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dolby, Dolby, uh, 
I'll be lost. You walked out and you cut the head off his horse. Yep. Appropriate. I really I just, enjoyed I his, thought the uh, melee was the high point. The I really liked his uh, warm-up before that, going through the uh, sword play motions and his post-apocalyptic librarian outfit. That was that, <laughs> that his, was his, his, very funny. His Cecil Baldwin cosplay was perfect. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, that was really. See, now I'm going to do that next year too. I'm I'm going to do. I kind of wanted to lay back this year and just kind of see what was the flavor of it, what was going on. I'm I'm participating. <laughs> I'm participating in everything next year. Um, and I'm definitely going to read up. I mean, I I've I've read these books and I've seen the show. Um, Dolby's trivia was nigh on impossible. It was next to impossible. Yeah, that was that was too that much. surprised I mean, that, me very little. That was yeah, me either. Sadistic thing he did. His his throwing like when he was throwing feelers out in the group for questions was when I decided that unless I was put on a team, I wasn't participating. <laughs> well, there's so, no glory in absence, as we all know. No, there's also no glory no. in failure with no possibility of success. Sure, there is. There's nothing no, to lose. You have, you have to be able to put forth an effort. Well, you you would have known. I mean, of, we of got, the, I mean, we got some of it. It was yeah. We could, got we got questions right. There was just some that were ridiculous, but it's fine. I think I've decided that I should probably be, bring my uh, decks next year to mix on because DJ iTunes. Oh, that was rough. That was really rough. Strong. Boner killer. <laughs> was it the music that was the boner killer? <laughs> no. Uh, or the maids of Karth. Yeah, blanket statement. I would uh I would also uh, bad case of bad case of dropped it. There there's also a there's also a strong uh I could see some sort of like I don't know if there's like a Game of Thrones based like uh deck builder game or something but there's a there's a there's a case we made for sitting down for an hour and playing some sort of game mm-hmm. well i mean that's what that other room was the whole time the yep. gaming room there are some deck builders for game of thrones for the record oh, and no. a couple of like risk like well the, pro- uh, the problem is you military deck games. next thing you know it's been 12 yeah that's true too So, but no, I, I really had a great time. I thought it was awesome. Um, I'm definitely going back. And I, I bet we could make truly awesome people there too. I bet we could make up a uh, Seven Kingdoms skin of Eschaton easily. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just area control. I wonder if we could even get with uh, get with those guys and see if they would Archon if, Games. If, if, get with Archon and see what they think. I think that's not a bad idea. So I might, uh, I might get a hold of that. Yeah, we need a really unofficial thing that we will pay you for materials for, just so you cover your costs. Mm-hmm. And later, but, but as of as of right now, our goal as a podcast is to maybe is to uh, maybe have some sort of podcasting panel, um, and, then, and then also put together the Geekcast Live charcuterie platter. Uh, uh, fully engage that. Because I thought yeah. we hit it out, of, we hit it out of the park without a whole lot of uh, planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if we give ourselves a, a modicum of planning, uh, it could be a big hit. Planning? What's that? <laughs> I agree. 
So anyway, that's the answer to your question, Nick. Fantastic. Good stuff. So have you seen Infinity War? Did you see it yet? I have. I have done my homework. You sound disappointed. I feel like we should go ahead and throw out some sort of minor spoiler in here because I feel like we're going to delve into it. Yeah, we're going to spoil Yeah, real, a lot of spoilage. Well, by the time this is out, it'll have been a week, and that's usually our rule. Yeah, I think that's fair. But just in case. Just in case. Now's the time to tune out. Abort and go right to iTunes. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Give us five Um, stars. Say whatever you want. Talk about Avengers. They spoiled Infinity Wars for me. Doesn't matter. Five stars. So what do we think, Nick? Well, here's what I think. I think that Joe and I are going to be the allies in this melee. I think that Ryan is going to give it 10 out of 10 because that's what Ryan does. I think that Rob is going to let his autoerotic asphyxiation fantasy with Marvel play out and to fruition, which is his right. And uh, that's okay. (laughs) And I am probably going to be a little more critical because I just get too hyped up for these things. And I thought it was really good. And I thought it had a lot of um, a, a lot more misses than I was anticipating within the structure of a overall um, really good, but not as great a product as I was anticipating. That's my summary. Opening so on, on MPW, I gave it a nine, five, not a 10. So I'm going to stick with my nine, five. Um, interesting way, way to way to stretch your wings right <laughs> <laughs> um uh i don't think it was the best avengers movie no really hold on you'll have you'll have your turn let Ryan have 30 seconds i really really loved this movie i thought the humor worked i loved the way they handled the different groups of characters um, I don't quite like how they made my man Peter Quill to be just the world's biggest douche lord. Um, major douche lord. Yes, oh, really. What really? What? Uh, and, and Joe and I talked about this when we left the theater. The emotional stake that I thought I was going to have. It's hard to have when you know that all the characters are coming back for the next movie. I totally agree with you. That, the, time, the the time stone ruins the not I'm saying, I don't mean ruins the movie, but time stone ruins the movie for me. And, and not and not saying that like I still think that the like Spider Man's death it was that was very emotional. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm not saying that the idea of like even when I thought all the deaths on Titan were more emotional than the deaths on on Earth. Yeah, because you don't, you don't quite understand what's going on for a while. The other thing that I thought was weird, and and, and I'm going to give credit to my man Alex Yard for this one after reading his review of it. Um, and I didn't think of it then, but that's how I'm viewing it now. I don't think Marvel knew how successful Black Panther was going to be. Um, mm. 
Mm-hmm. They they kill Black Panther. Right. And I think I think if they knew that Black Panther was going to be as big as it was, maybe they wouldn't have maybe he would have survived. Well, hold mm-hmm. on. Hold on. May I? May I have a moment? Sure. Did did you catch well, I'm sure you did in hindsight, but did you catch why why Black Panther is gone? Did you notice did you notice the formula there that played out? Uh no, please. Go on. All that's left is the original Avengers. All the developmental and add-ons are gone. It's so just it, the core. The core is all that's left. Iron Man, Thor, Captain, and Hulk. Black and uh, and, 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 Black and, Widow. and Black Widow and presumably Hawkeye. And Hawkeye will show. I don't know the Ant Man angle, but it's 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 the originals. You know what? I guess that's true. Everybody I mean, else, everybody well, else not, is not, gone. Not everybody else. I mean, Rocket's still there. Yeah, right. And, uh, well, he doesn't count. Nebula. And, and, and none of none of none of the 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 none of so the. So you're saying like the ants, the ancillary characters? I agree with you. So the, I mean, that is true. The Guardians of the Galaxy don't count to me. I thought I thought they were forced in the whole storyline, but that's I, See, I, I, get I thought what I thought do. Rocket and Rocket and Group played well in the movie. I thought. Um, I agree with that. I, I, I think I it'd be the know, same movie if you didn't have Group. I don't know why Drax. Except for Stormbreaker. When did they forget that Drax is actually Drax the Destroyer? Hmm. Because he only fights against like demigods. I've never. I mean, he doesn't fight like regular folks. Yeah. Which, like, I get, but it just felt like he was kind of one of those. <laughs> it, it feels like they've like lost that aspect of him since after the first movie. Like the second one, they completely just kind of. Turn him into well, a joke, in my opinion. Maybe it's well, here, we, we cross, hide, only, I think the only thing he's been destroying lately is that mantis puss. <laughs> wow. Well, hey now. Allegedly. That. Hey now. There's that. Uh, hey but now. I kind of jumped you there. That uh, Rob and Joe didn't get their 30 seconds of undisturbed speech. So. True. Go Joe, ahead. No, uh, all you, Rob. Although, although Nick, I, I will say I didn't actually realize that the core, like, five mm-hmm. Avengers are the are are all alive and everyone else is gone. I mean that makes sense to me. Yeah. I, so I uh, uh, I was intrigued with some of the aspects that they uh like some of the directions that they went um uh, specifically starting right off uh with Loki and his death. I thought that was huge. I like I thought that was really cool. Um and entirely unexpected. Um I was surprised that we didn't get as much Hulk as I thought we would, but I'm not necessarily upset about so, that. So was Banner. Right. Yeah. Touche. Um, no, but I, I liked it because we got, you know, just Hulk throughout all of Ragnarok. So seeing just Banner in this one was really nice. Um, uh, let's see. What else? Uh, I'm with you. I didn't care for the Guardians too much in this one. I did like... I think they had just enough time with Chris Pratt and Robert Downey Jr. like together, but any more than that, I probably would have ripped my hair out because I just I wasn't nearly as big of a fan as of uh, Peter Quill in this one as well. Yeah, it was like uh, two girls, one cup. <laughs> How <laughs> is, is that a segue? <laughs> That's not in what possible well, way is that a segue? It's more like spaghetti and pork chop. I'm not. I'm not segueing anything. A parallel a statement about how much shit was passed back and forth between the two unnecessarily. Oh. 
Gotcha. Thanks. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I thought Thor really stole the show and this movie oh, yeah, overall. And I, I, I think they like with Ragnarok and this, like they really, really fucking hit their stride with Thor. Um, I liked uh, Thanos quite a bit. I thought they did a really good job with fleshing him out and making him being uh, making him a character that you could actually understand and not just killing him off right away. Uh, one of the directions that I was kind of surprised with was they didn't include Hela in there at all. Because um, mm-hmm. I was expecting like like her not to be a big player, but whenever Thanos like snapped his fingers and started walking through that weird Twilight realm, and- yeah, when he showed up inside the Soul Stone, right? It's this, it's the, it's the Soul Village, right? Soul, soul Village. Yep. Classic. It's funny that they happened in Wakanda. <laughs> but uh, so uh, seeing baby Gamora there was cool and it did kind of humanize him if you will a little bit but I was really really expecting that to be like that to be Hella right there I thought it was going to be a huge awesome twist like she was mm-hmm. pulling the strings behind all of this Um, and then I think the last thing that I really want to add in here was I was completely fucking knocked off, like knocked out of my chair. I was like so surprised that they threw in the Red Skull again because where the fuck has he been? But He's been there. Guardian of Shadow World. Yeah, and I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, so what in the what? fuck was that? <laughs> I don't... Some cop running a red light... Uh, stop sign. Yeah, good for him, I guess. Um, he barked at you? Yeah. Right, that's what yeah. he said. <laughs> well, the cops around you are small dogs. Well, I'm in a I'm in a very white village, and so they've replaced <laughs> the cop normal cop car noises with bark sounds with a pomeranian. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> it's like a uh, makes people makes people less birthing nervous. chimp. Uh, but anyhow, Joe, go did ahead. you call it a birthing chimp? Yeah, I don't even know what that is, but it's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. The birthing chimp. The I do want to, you know what? I'm thinking about it. I do have one gripe that I do want to throw out. Hold on. Hold on. We'll come back. Let Joe have his oh, you... moment. Are we done, Joe, with your moment? No, I haven't. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't sure. If let, I wasn't sure. Thing. Um, yeah, no, I, Nick, you, you pretty much summed up uh, uh, how I was going to feel about it. Um, I really, uh, I wanted the emotional impacts scenes to be a lot more heavy than they were. Um, but the movie was so tight that, uh, a scene that should have been really impactful moved on before I really had a chance to actually take it in. Um, and so I, none of the, none of the beats really hit for me. It was like, it was like, it was all off kilter the whole time. And then, uh, the other, the other thing that I noticed was, um, the music was, was back to being, uh, the parking lot music that, that they used to have, uh, in the earlier movies. Um, and I noticed they've, they've fixed it mostly on, on the individual character movies like Thor Ragnarok's music. Excellent. Any guardians movies, really good music. Um, so I was really expecting the music to the, to, to match everything really well. And it was just kind of lukewarm. I can't remember any of the music, you know, when, when Thor showed up having used Stormbreaker to cross the Bifrost or whatever, I expected just to hear uh, the... Some Zeppelin? Yes, that's what I expected. I expected to hear that as he was beating... Immigrant song? 
Demodogs. <laughs> yeah, and no. wouldn't that have been and wouldn't that have been awesome? Anytime he shows up, they should just play Zeppelin. Fucking yeah. slow it down. <laughs> slow it slow it down, super slow-mo frame, and play immigrant song all the Fuck way through. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So those are those are my two big gripes. Um other than that, it, I mean it was a solid movie. I think I'm gonna have to see it again before I really decide if I uh more than liked it. I liked it, you know, but for a movie for sure. that's, uh, that's the culmination of 10 years of my going to see things, these things in theaters, it was a little bit of a, a, a letdown, and I'm glad that there's a part two. Um, well, I was there, actually- there had to be. I mean, because here's my – that's what part of my big nitpick with it is that, you know, for a long movie, it, it still felt rushed, you mm-hmm. know? And I really, I really am upset that they felt the need to make it – for an audience basing around an audience that uh, as if the audience hadn't seen the rest of the Marvel movies, they felt, I think I thought they, they felt like they had to, to flesh it out too much. Like for mm. someone who just walked into that movie without having seen the previous body of work. And I, I thought that was, uh, narrow sighted on their part that they should have, it'll just, be, you know, It'll be fun to actually test that theory, Nick. Uh, Andy has never seen one Marvel movie. Then he should go outside and punch himself in the dick with he the tack But he is, he is going this weekend to see Infinity War as a guy who has no context. That'll be fascinating. So I'll actually mm-hmm. be able to report to you that exact scenario. Perfect. Well, um, that's, that's what, what I thought. a great case study. Although, yeah. I gotta, I gotta say, though, hand, it's Andy, so... I gotta say though, I love like, um, uh, when when uh, is it Cole Obsidian? Is that the big hulking yeah. beast? When Cole Obsidian and Ebony Maw first show up to New York, that whole that whole scene with with Bruce trying to make the Hulk not shit himself, um, uh, so I thought Strange was a beast, and then out of nowhere, when Spider, I I, I was talking about this on MPW, when Spider Man saves or like catches the car that's about ready to hit Iron Man, and says like, "Hey, what's up, Mister Stark? What's going on?" I was like, <laughs> "Fucking that's so you couldn't have nailed the casting of Tom any better, Holland any better. <laughs> yeah. that's that's just like, hey, Mister Stark, what are we doing? This is rad, right? Crazy. <laughs> it was like like it was almost Justin Roiland esque. <laughs> yeah. I, I hear it was Morty Smith as Peter it Parker. Was. Like, hey, oh, hey, oh, geez. Oh, jeez, oh, oh, Mr. Stark. What are the uh, children of Thanos' names? Ebony uh, Maw is the one that fucked with Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Cole Obsidian okay. is the big, the dude with his, like, the, like, the prehensile axe. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other two, the female was Proxima Midnight. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, the like the dark elf, man. Those are some uh, stupid ass names. Slave. <laughs> um, he was I mean, half you, a and half collapsing star. They, they were so necessary. I mean, it, you hit it. Somebody hit it earlier about the uh, exposition of Thanos. I, uh, maybe I'm all alone on this one. Thanos to me is not as. I don't know, I didn't say that. He's, he's not hateable enough. He's, he's not hateable enough as a as a major like foil as a villain, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the 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 children of Thanos were essential to to stirring up any kind of like uh, I don't know angst. The last, he's the last like two Marvel heroes, like super nihilist instead of 
<laughs> a super villain. Like a mad titan. Right. The, the last two villains Marvel had was were uh, as been Thanos and Killmonger. Yeah. Both of which had like th- like like you can't say that they were wrong. Right. It was just that they were like going about it wrong. You know, like if you've got the like Thanos could have said, I'm collecting these stones because what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna use the time stone to write some past wrongs of some planets that have made bad decisions and use the reality stone to like, I don't know, make more resources for this planet. Instead he thought, I'll just have to kill half the planet. Right. And that was Yep. Uh, or just snap your fingers and sterilize half the universe. <laughs> right. That's no one even knows. You'll never even know. You'll just you'll go through fertility treatments and be frustrated and then end up adopting. But Nick, you're right. Better world. You had to have Corvus Glaive and Proxima Midnight. Otherwise, you don't really hate Fucking I. Um, I actually, uh, I hated they- how quickly and easily they all fell. Yeah, well, they, they kind of are sucky. Earth's mightiest heroes. I mean, it's a literal god. <clears throat> No, I mean the the children of the Thanos. children. I'm with you. Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. They all kind of they were know, they got, were awesome. got a house. They, were, they got road They house. were actually really good bad guys. Uh, the thing the thing too is that what I think we got to remember is that they're they're just Gamoras. Those are right. Those are civilians from other planets. Other planets that he destroyed half the population of, and then took one as like hostage or as a trophy as a trophy as a child ebony ebony maw has been with him since he was she is since he was a child right raised as thanos's son so and and gamora is only uh, gamora was supposed to be the strongest of them all or whatever she's yeah she she had a great story arc so i have a huge problem with her story arc uh, yeah, that, that was sarcasm by me. I, I know, but like, I want to, I want to flex some really quick because this is what I was going to touch on earlier. So they knew that Thanos was going to be at nowhere. They established that. Mm-hmm. She spent that significant amount of time after Thor left, explaining how Thanos can't capture her. Why not just? have gone with Thor instead, since you know that Thanos is going to be there, and now Thanos doesn't have the ability to grab a hold of the Soul Stone. Right. I think it's because... I... I he, he got a twofer there, because well, she... But, but hold on. Because she was like, I, kill me instead. I agree. I agree with you. It's a, it's a fucking stupid plan. It should have been, I'll go with Thor... Um, Rocket and and Groot, you go with with Peter to nowhere and try to get the the Aether, Ether, whatever it is. Right. But Gamora told Star Lord that if he captures me, meaning that she believed there was a possibility that she would kill him, and so and she, I think she thought that she's the only one who's going to be able to get close enough to do that. So she was making the this whole the the whole MCU is based on that. Are you willing to make the sacrifice play? But here's the thing: nobody in this movie wanted to make the sacrifice. Like, think about this for a second, though. Well, lots they of were talking died, about, but their their weapons suddenly turned into bubbles. Uh, yeah, no, I don't I don't disagree with that per se. But like, there were trillions of lives at stake, 
And like, while I understand that it would be emotional for Peter to try and kill Gamora because they've had a thing for a little bit now, mm-hmm. but there are trillions of lives at stake. Right. Wouldn't you like say you're sorry and pull the trigger as quickly as you can? Because otherwise all of everyone, like half of everyone everywhere is going to get fucking annihilated. Right. And also, they're not even going to know what's happening. Just let your robot sister die. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I, I, I can understand, like, I, I guess why they didn't, but you but, can, un- you, you but, can also understand not just letting your robot sister die or oh, not. Oh yeah, no, totally. And, and I actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and that, and that's actually one of the, like the, the character arc points for Gamora that I really liked. Um, overall it was, it was frustrating to watch her equivocate, but like at the same time, uh, Guardians one, she would have had no qualms. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it does it does show and signify the amount of character development that she's had over the course of the movies. Can we talk about Avengers four? Uh, in one second. Okay, I I haven't got to vent yet about what's should. Ooh, please do. Um, let me get myself one of it. Now, actually, I don't have anything that's shitty. Uh, but I, I, I was. I'm going to see it again. And uh, now that I've got like the surface charge off, but I, uh, who did this, who did the screenplay? Cause I thought the script was, was lacking. I thought the writing was not, was not up to standard. Ooh. Was it the Russo brothers? Whoever it was, I just, I, I thought the writing was not as tight. Uh, contrary to Ryan, I thought the jokes, the first hour of the movie didn't flow half of them didn't flow it was just too much it was the it was the dc curse of you didn't like thor's rascally wabbit bits i love those i I like some of it it, and christopher marcus it can't be a constant stream of fucking jokes it it doesn't they're not impactful when they're just everywhere you're not gonna be have your whole world just get destroyed and be making constant jokes oh my god the hammer pulled you off Hmm. There's that. No, I'm with you. No, I feel it, the same it, way. it was all of it. It was, it was just. It was like, and I thought some of the ones, the Guardians jokes too, were just especially like not sharp. You know. Uh, yeah, I felt like they were the group that was particularly lacking. Like they seemed while, very. While Drax did have some funny one-liners, like right. I, like. I enjoyed Drax saying, like, I'll do you one better. Why Gamora? Or something like that. Why is Gamora? Right. Yeah. But, yeah, Drax is like actually that. fairly entertaining. But do I could have done without her trying to... Yeah, that, I, I did like that, actually. I hated it. I thought that was by the end of it. When he When he finally did it, I was like, fuck yes. Maybe next time put down the game, you fucking tree. <laughs> I, I thought the uh, maybe I'm fresh off my Tyrion bit, but I thought the Dinklage part. While I get the plot contrivance, you know, for the for the story arc, that that whole part. Maybe it's just because I think too much of Dinklage now. That just seemed a little so a little forced. Um, but that's a little too uh, on the nose. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, like like stereotype wrapped in a stereotype, cloaked in a stereotype. Uh, it, this movie did do, you know, on the positives, it it drove home my longstanding love and belief that 
Cap and Thor are my personal heroes. They are far and away um, my favorite characters, and and they did nothing to to weaken that position in this film. Um, even though they rushed Cap in, I thought his entrance and everything about him was just excellent. All I kinds of excellent. Thor was probably my favorite one in this. Yeah, I movie mean, particularly. Yeah, well, he had just had a big, a bigger chunk of it, but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, we talked about Ragnarok and how much we love that, and and uh, he he kept that magic going, and having him, if anybody's going to come in and save the day and wreck ass, I want it to be one of those two, and uh, they did. I wanted to be Tony. Tony and really, Thor. Fucked, I really fuck want- Tony. I, I, Tony could have gone ahead and, and disapparated, and I would have not. I wouldn't have lost too much sleep over it. I really wanted I, I, Banner to actually do something. Well, that's that. <laughs> all that was was a giant setup for for part four, mm-hmm. right? Yes, and, and I'm I'm assuming we'll, we'll jump to this, but I'm I'm assuming that that little fucking. Nick Fury pager at the end. That's the Captain Marvel symbol. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> okay. There's so, uh, two, uh, go ahead, oh, Rob. Go okay. Ahead. There, there are two things that I wanted to touch on about uh, uh, dying star forge world th- uh, bit really quick. Firstly, how badass is Thor? Like, yeah, like he's, he's reactivated a fucking dying star and then opened, like, took the full force of a dying star to open this fucking forge. Like, that was probably the most metal thing that they've had in the course of all of these movies. And then comes mm-hmm. back with the fucking Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Yeah, and I'm, I'm all about that. Uh, handled Stormbreaker is a great band. So. Yeah. One thing that I did have a question about that scene, though, was did it mention at all when Tyrion's people died off there? Yeah, it's well in the timeline. Yeah, it seemed to be pseudo recently, but they didn't really. Yeah, that's, so that's that's what I was thinking. So if that's the case, well, he killed off all of these people and then had Tyrion make him the Infinity Gauntlet, right? No, it, 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 no, I no, think it was, he I, made it first. I think mm-hmm. what they, I think the story was, is that to save his people, he'd make the Infinity Gauntlet. He was made the Infinity Gauntlet. He killed the people anyway, and then cast ah. his hands. Okay. Yeah. So that being said, if it happened pseudo recently, and it was the in theory first time that the Infinity Gauntlet had been forged, mm-hmm. how was there a fake replica in Odin's vault? From forever ago. Well, it was yeah. yeah. So here's here's my theory: is that there's another Infinity out there. I could actually see that, and he just recast it for him. Um, that's that's one idea. The other thing is uh, timing. Uh, I, I read an article about this earlier, where it's like uh, uh, Tyrion's character's biggest complaint is uh, that Asgard didn't come to protect them, right? Um, and so that means that it would have had to have happened during the events of Ragnarok, unless we assume that Loki was just screwing around for so long that Thanos just did this while Thor was out doing Thor stuff. Right. And while Loki was in charge of Asgard. Right. Yeah. Such a good administrator, that Loki guy. Mm-hmm. Classic. Mm-hmm. 
So are we are we all in agreement uh, of the fourteen million six hundred and eight different possibilities that Doctor Strange saw that what played out was the one that was yes. like he, mm-hmm. he he never saw an instance wherein they actually took the gauntlet off of Thanos's hands. It was always messed up by somebody, but just in this particular one, it was but, Quill. But also, fuck you, Quill. Yeah. But, but my they question were so though, close. Because he, he said two things to Tony. He said, there was three things that happened. One, he gave up the time stone to save Tony Stark. Two, he told Tony, we're in the end game now. Mm-hmm. And three, he told Tony, there was no other way. So my question is, Strange, whatever this the solution is, Tony Stark had to live to be a part of it. Yes. So then, so yeah. why? Why Tony? Why does Tony have to live to defeat Thanos? Mm-hmm. He, he's going to wield the next Infinity Gauntlet. I, I think he's going to. I think he's going to retool. Vision's corpse into Arsenal, uh, which is the Infinity uh, Gauntlet uh, beater. What? I could very well see that. In, Who? In, in the, I'm sure it happens in the comics too, but I, I saw it in the animated series. Uh, Tony builds a robot called Arsenal that is designed to neutralize the Infinity Gauntlet's powers. How? Uh, basically the stones work on specific frequencies and Tony figures out how to, uh, create the, uh, negating frequencies. That's smart. Yeah. Um, and since he just happens to have a really uh, convenient vibranium body robot laying around. Um, it was, uh, maybe I, there's something I missed with it, but in the final scene there, it it looks like the Infinity Gauntlet is like destroyed. It does look real messed up, doesn't it? Like I mean, it looks like symb- like like yep. it's not a coincidence. It looks like it's like fried, completely fried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did you guys make of that? Like, was he? I, did Thanos like cast his wish and it just fucking nuked it? I think what? it was. I think it was destroyed. I don't think the stones yeah. are destroyed, but I think the gauntlet is it's destroyed. Yeah. And he. And he is at peace. And I think what's going to, I think the next, and this is where Nick's going to hate it. I think the next movie is going to, it's going to be all time travel. And, oh, fucking Lord. But, but now that they know that the, now that they know that the uh, Loki's scepter is an infinity stone, and they know that the, um, the Tesseract is an infinity stone, I think they're going to go back in time and get those things. Like when Tony goes back in time and talks to the original Avengers and says, this isn't about just stopping the Chitari or stopping that thing from uh, stopping okay. the aliens from coming through the hole. We need to get Loki's scepter. Yeah, but then they have to deal with all sorts of paradoxes and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, Correct. Mm. I think uh, it's going to be. I, I hope they don't go that. Okay, well, well, well I, I think, right, so I where think does, it's going to be. How, how does Captain Marvel fit into all that? Because clearly, that's they're setting that up to well, be. I, I does she like gonna, fucking spin the Earth on a backward axis, like old Superman style, or what? That I no, think, I, I feel like she's going to be the one that actually 
use the, whatever the other infinity gauntlet is. Sorry. I think it comes down to where has she been? Yeah, that's fair. You know, is she uh, well, is she in space? Is she dormant? Is she in the quantum realm? I think she's been picking up Cherry Mountain Dew. Wow. They said, they said Code Red. Oh, Joe. Wow. Just, just, just <laughs> flailing with the big fucking Nazgul flail. Just, just, just left and right. The big Nazgul flail. And here's the thing, though. I mean, uh, this, this movie comes out next year. It's 2019. We get Avengers 4. That's Ugh. a long wait. So, and in that time, we have two more movies. We've got, we've got Ant-Man and Wasp. Uh, no, which, thanks. Which is this summer, and it's set before the events of Infinity everything, War. Every, every, everything we just saw. Hopefully so, it explains where the hell Ant-Man is. They explained well, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah they just, I know, but I, I think he would have shown up anyway. He's with well, his daughter. He's, he's off the grid. He, he's also in San Francisco, and all this stuff happened in New York in the course of like two hours. Right. And Wakanda. So, right. It, it happened in New York and Africa in like two days. So. Touche. Maybe he couldn't get there from. And that's the other thing, too, is we don't know how the movie ended. That Ant-Man and the Wasp might end with them in the quantum realm. Who knows? Right. I could, I could very well see that. Um, but we're going to have a post credit scene with that one that I think is going to elucidate. Illuminate, sorry. And then we have. <laughs> Then we have next next March is Captain Marvel, which is set in the 1990s, which is which is if you watch these movies chronologically, you would watch Cap, First Avenger, then the Captain Marvel movie. Mm. So where where do you think they're going to say she's it actually also works? Hold on. What do you think they're going to say she's been for the last 20 years? I I think she's been. She's been in space. On ice? Nope. I think she has been, like, universes away. But but Nick Fury's two-way pager is going to get to her? Probably. That's... She sure. was on Earth at one point in time. And so you're saying, hands and you're, saying, you're saying that Captain Marvel, this supposed second or third most powerful character has just been sitting idle while all this shit's been going no, on for no, 20 no, years no. things Surely are wrecking no I, I just think I think she's been doing something else yeah she hasn't been just sitting idle she's been off world she's been gone out of sight out of mind maybe she's finding the other infinity gauntlet who fucking knows correct correct I'm sure at the end of that movie we'll explain exactly where she's been forever and why she didn't show up during the events of the why one. she hasn't right. been here the whole time. Yeah. Okay, and then follow-up. Um, there's been all this talk all along about how there's going to be all these different Marvel characters showing up in the Infinity story. Mm-hmm. How do they work the ones that haven't shown yet into the next movie, or is that just all a kind of MacGuffin? Well, I think un- un- unless, unless they decide to introduce characters in the next uh, unless they decide to just introduce characters in the next Avengers, like suddenly here's Moon Knight. Uh, right here's like Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight has shown up, or uh, Silver Surfer. Unless they do something like that, I think they'll. I think they'll 
get uh, Silver Surfer in the mix for the next well, one. Un- unless they do something like that, they're just going to uh, they're just going to literally take every hero that they've ever put in the movie and put them in there. Like uh, the Sebastian Stan who plays Winter Soldier, he talked about how he was filming that the the big scene we're talking about where it's like seventy heroes. Mm-hmm. They were he was saying it was really cool. I was looking to my left and I was there was Paul Rudd and I looked to my right and there was Michelle Pfeiffer and what you know yeah Michelle mm-hmm. Pfeiffer is playing the original Wasp. Yep. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, we I'm know right. that. And then there's the other thing. I don't know if you watched the Ant Man and the Wasp trailer that came out. But Lawrence yeah. Fishburne is playing Goliath. Yep, which I think is fantastic. I'm right. not familiar with that character. Goliath was-, was the original Giant Man. He was uh he he could do you know how Ant Man gets big. He was yeah. when he was messing around with pin particles. He got big. So hmm. Aunt, Hank Pym went the shrinking route, whereas this guy went the like expanding the space between molecules route. There's he was also there, but. He was also in the, in the original, in the comic book, Civil War, he was the first superhero to die at the hands of another superhero. And it's what really oh. escalated the Civil War. I didn't know it was a horror. Who killed him? I, uh, Thor. Well, the clone of Thor. Oh, fuck. I hate, com- I hate comic books <laughs> to the point of almost nothing else in my life. <laughs> well, Would you wear a clone of Thor t-shirt? No. <laughs> yes. I would too. absolutely. I I seriously, and this is a hard segment. I want I want Beta Ray Bill to be in the next one too for the yes. But this is a hard subway, but I, I I need to. We are really not doing a good job as a podcast by not having T-shirts that you could purchase on a website because the clone of Thor just it just needs to say clone of Thor on it. <laughs> in some sort of like fucking classy font, and I yep. think we'd sell. I think we'd sell three thousand of them. Get on that, fucking classy. I really hope that they. I'm. I mean, we're all going to be hypercritical of part four, you know, whenever because of the, the ultra climax. But man, I hope it's not just a, you know, um, Age of Ultron esque multiplayer fight scene at the end. I'm getting a little mm-hmm. tired of those. The All right, here comes a million fucking peons. Yes. We're just going to have a big melee. I would, like to see, I would like to see everybody fight. Like, I think that would be, everybody that fight would be interesting. Thanos. Thanos. Like well, a see, reverse. I, I, think they, I think they took some of the starch off of that because, oh, here's another pet peeve. Apparently, the oxygen, the atmosphere is just peachy for human life on Titan. Uh, but let's not let's not micromanage the script holy christ uh because those six jamokes more or less had thanos whooped you know i mean that that kind of that was sort of interesting in that fight scene so i obviously having all the stones makes him almost all powerful but you, you know you got hulks oh, and demigods and everything else. And mm-hmm. how much fighting do you have to do against one guy? I just, I have a feeling that the movie ends. The movie's going to end with uh, six people forming. They probably won't call it the Illuminati, but it's going to be, it's going to be six people. Is it six? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Six people Sounds are right. going to, 
they're gonna they're gonna each take a stone, and that's how phase that's how phase that's how the MCU is gonna end before they get into like uh, the phase four. Tony's gonna retire, but he's gonna have a stone. Thor's mm-hmm. gonna have a stone. Cap will be dead. Black Panther will have a stone. Cap can't die. Just so you know. Cap will die. Oh, he's no. gonna die. No, he gonna shut die. up. You shut up. He gonna he gonna die. Doctor Strange mm-hmm. will take a stone. Um, and that's how I, that's how I think it'll end. So, if if the, if they kill Cap, I won't watch any more of the movies. Phase four, just so you know. It's gonna happen. I'm amazed that it ha- didn't happen yet. I actually am shocked that he lived through this one. I actually thought for He's a second that they were going to kill uh, Iron Man and leave Cap alive, and I was going to actually be surprised. Nick, I honestly didn't realize <sighs> that all the original players are still alive. I had no idea. And, you know, well, so many dis- so many people suddenly disappeared at once. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just came to me there. And actually yeah, in the poor theater. Robin. Who? Robin. Shabatsky. Yeah. Robert Shabatsky. Yeah. What? Maria All Hill. Right. All right. <laughs> Rob, Rob just said I'm too many layers. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to move right past it. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Nick, Nick, what are you geeking on? Uh, honestly, I've got nothing. I, I am, I am all post con and avengers has been dominated in my last week's landscape i have got nothing else to even pretend (laughs) i only have so much hemoglobin i've taken the (laughs) low-hanging fruit there but that has taken all of my energies and time um but uh i've been happily uh happily geeking on those things i could ramble about avengers for another hour i have lots of lots to say so uh uh joe you got anything uh, I'm geeking on those things. I'm also geeking on uh, plans for next year, man. I think I think I'm going to get my wife to come with us next year. And was that plans for next year? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I gotta I gotta get my tolerance to make it through the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. Just kidding, but yeah, and it's 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 getting to be finals week, so I'm. Looking at the uh, the end of the semester and and just being joyful about that. So, uh, just a few more days. Base, how about you? Well, aside from the low hanging, uh, Rockstar right, just, slams and all this. Right, um, Rockstar Games just put out a trailer for the next Red Dead Redemption game, mm-hmm. and oh, that looks real good. Uh, yes, it does. For yeah. those of you who aren't familiar with it, basically, Nick, um, mm-hmm. it is... Uh, That's a Western, right? That is a Western, yeah. It's an open-world Western game. And the first yeah, one was not fucking incredible, but... Oh, <laughs> no, I... I loved, I loved I, the original. Yeah, so I'm really excited to see what they do with this one. It looks like it's going to be real good. So It's going to be a better Dark Tower movie than Dark Tower movie. Than, yeah. Ever. Oh, I, I hold on. I've got retro. I've got something I'm geeking on. I, I am. Uh, I am geek. I am ungeeking or geeking on the knot of how much I am not geeking on Venom. God, that looks fucking lame. I, I, dude, I could not agree with you more. I think it looks like warmed up shit. I hadn't <laughs> seen the extended trailer till in the theater oh, for Avengers. Bad. Ooh, why, God, it's bad. 
I'm holding out hope for it, but for now, yeah, but mm-hmm. I'm not expecting a ton. I want it to be good. I want it to be really good. It but. looks like a boiled turd. Like, <laughs> like I can get past the the shitty CGI. So like yeah. I can move past that. If that is its, its only flaw, then that's fine. But I really doubt. Like seeing that fucking motorcycle chase scene, that's... or his or his accent. Yeah, yeah. What is that? What is what is he doing? I there? don't know. It's it's Tom Hardy trying to be some sort of American New Yorker. journalist. Uh, why is it always got to be a journalist? It doesn't bother me that much. Oh, well, that's Brock. because that's Although, actually his character. But have have any screenwriters ever seen a journalist? <laughs> <laughs> they don't look no. like Tom Hardy. No, they all think that journalists are like a uh, hoodie wearing like, professional like, stalkers, like gorilla, like gorilla marketing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say gorilla monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon. Uh Fucking Gorilla Monsoon. That's what most journalists look like. Like, I've never Uh, seen a movie about hard-hitting reporting that's actually accurate. That's all I'm saying. Rye, what about you? What have you been geeking on? Um, Only just recently, as of, like tonight uh john mulaney's new stand-up special is on netflix Ooh. it is it's called it's called kid gorgeous <laughs> and uh, i've only got to see the first half hour of it um but he does this bit on college that is <laughs> i think maybe, i've seen this maybe the funniest fucking thing he's done <laughs> it is it is fucking wonderful i mean i'm an english major you heard that correctly it's exactly yeah exactly and he hundred twenty thousand dollars. Don't you fucking that? <laughs> that's the yeah. worst decision I've ever made financially. He says that's right. I spent a hundred and twenty thousand dollars and four years of my life to get a major in a language I already knew. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking funny though. So well, uh, $120,000 so someone could tell me to read Jane Austen and then I didn't read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he goes, there I am walking across the stage in a night shirt. The sun's in my eyes. I'm sweating vodka and ecstasy and they've given me a degree to read Jane Austen books that I didn't read. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very funny though. Oh, Chance, that sounds watching. good. Watch some Kid Gorgeous. On, oh, and then also, uh, today is the second. Uh, sure. I don't, I don't know what you're doing Friday, but I know what I'm doing Friday, May 4th. Uh, that would be watching Star the, Wars. The, the recut of season four of Arrested Development. Mm. Mm. That's what well, I'll be watching. Well, well, yes, but there is a long-standing religious holiday that happens that day that I cannot miss. Mm. May, May, the, May the 4th. Oh, but Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. <laughs> yep. But anyway, that was episode two. Uh... Twelve. Twelve. Yep. Ah, uh, sure. Oh, well, long pause. So, uh, building suspense. Like and subscribe on iTunes. Give us five stars. Many stars. Go see Avengers. Tell us what you thought. Yeah. Ooh, and find us on Patreon by you know searching for Geekcast Live, and uh, and tweet us uh, tweet us using hashtag shirt idea, Ooh. Mm. shirt ideas. Mm-hmm.
with that, I'll be the same. Cheers. Next week on GeekCast Live. And she said, she said, she said, fuck no, you can't take my sheep. Check this.